Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. Donaldson, welcome to the Bra and the Brave. Thank you for having me. Now you've had your jammy dodger. Yeah. Well, not quite. Not quite. That and a half a crumpet. Yeah. That's what you've had this morning. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to eat on mic because we've discussed. Okay. Put it on your it's listeners. Is there saying something? Or attract a new audience. <laughs> Correct. It's maybe a whole new yeah. scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Explore. Um, no, thank you so much for coming on the Bra and the Brave. I'm chuffed to bits that you're here. Um, and quite often, um, people in the podcast are people that I have worked with. Some people are absolutely brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, we have worked together, have. but I feel as if I've not like got to know you as well as maybe if... Uh, just... oh, and I you, but now it's a great opportunity. Here's, 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 this is why you've got a podcast. You've just moved to your house so you can have a good nosy. leather, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, so we did work together uh, just Christmas last year. Yeah. On Blanto. I mean... All the joy, and I'm sure we'll get we'll get to that. Yay. All the joy, but what what tickled me was when when I was working on the panto was driving to rehearsals mm-hmm. for the panto, and there was Hannah on a bus. Oh <laughs> yes, all right. On your face on a bus. Oh yeah, on the side of the bus, not not just on the bus. <laughs> I was like, I can't remember getting the bus to work. <laughs> no, no, sorry, didn't explain myself very well. There you were on the side of a bus. My big mug plastered yes, on the side of mug. the bus. Yeah, so that was this time, when was that? Last Christmas, Granite Harbour had just what? come out. So that was all the. That? Thank you very much. That's very you kind. That? Oh, thank it's you. Brilliant. Thanks. Um, well, you'll be delighted to know we're a way to start filming our second series. <laughs> yes. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, we start um, the end of September. Great. Yeah, so. It's exciting. Shoot that and then back into Panto again. <laughs> Listen, it's never a dull day. Is the juggle is I know, real. from you know, murder investigation to Panto and Blanta in one fell swoop. It's good fun. In that role, um, Lara Bartlett, Bartlett mm-hmm. had you played a similar role to that before? No, not really. Um no, I'd never no, I hadn't. Um although last year I ended up playing three cops. Oh, okay. on screen so obviously I was giving <laughs> off a theme emerging authoritative yes vibes when I was auditioning <laughs> last year um no that it was an amazing role to be given that's the first also the first time I played a leading role mm-hmm. on screen so it was a, a kind of you know a, something new to of get my course, teeth right? stuck into but yeah, it's a great opportunity, and she's such a great character. I think the audition process was quite long, and I think they were struggling to cast her. And I was kind of brought in at the later stages. Okay. I think they weren't quite sure who she was, you know, and they they were maybe casting younger actresses, and then <laughs> me being on the sort of later end of my therapy, defying time over here, defying bringing time. a little bit more life experience. I like to think. Yeah. Uh, yeah so. But yeah, and then I and then I got it, which is obviously, and you know, so I think I'm still in shock. You can tell, <laughs> I can't quite articulate what what it meant to me. Because well, you're highly skilled. And... Great, yeah, it it's funny, isn't it? Because if I feel like oh, I, I was sort of you know really 
surprised and delighted to get it but then also I have that has been my job for 20 (laughs) odd years but there's a jump from theatre to screen that feels like a tricky gear shift to navigate Uh I think because you quite often are pigeonholed by other people but then you start to kind of believe that that I oh I'm just a theatre actor now I say just a theatre actor those jobs are challenging in a way and a very and require a completely different set of skills you know um they they both do yeah. uh, and neither one you know is is you know harder or less so than the yeah. other but um but they, i guess they have to be transferable skills but just of the scenarios that you're in and the way that they work and the way things are ordered and done definitely but also i think just trying to conjure up you know those kind of emotions in a completely different environment I think that is the tricky thing it's like going from like a rehearsal room which feels like a very sort of safe bubble where you have lots of time to sort of delve in and Mm. indulge the text and ask all the questions and like pull it apart and put it back together to you till you get to the stage where it's absolutely kind of you know you've worked it forward and backwards and you know it inside Mm. out and and you're really working as a unit and everybody is so, you know, important to making the cogs, you know, turn together mm-hmm. and work to this final product. So the by the time you get it on stage, you, you Your know, family, it's you, it belongs oh, to you. Unit. It's in you, you uh-huh. know. Whereas film and TV is so fast that mm-hmm. you don't often get a lot of time to rehearse. Now, a rehearsal period in theatre is standard, like, if you're lucky, four mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, the jobs that I did last, year um you'd lucky if you get you know like a few hours gosh maybe minutes to rehearse wow the scenes that you were yeah i mean there's also a lot of time where you're setting up where the crew or the camera mm-hmm. lights so you running stuff. you've got sitting in the green room with your cast so you know but you kind of then have to engineer that then yes as, as an actor it's not yeah. like formalised rehearsal time and everybody's such. got their own way of working so you can't assume right. that your co-actor wants uh-huh. to sit and talk like, about you, you know, just... what's going on in this scene like why why are we talking you know why do we end up in this scenario so yeah and was that a definite like decision for you to transfer into uh, film and tv i mean at all i think everybody most actors mm-hmm. want to do all, all of it. All of it all yeah, of I don't know many people that don't mm-hmm. want to kind of, you know, it, it's probably partly why I became an actor, you know, like the change. Yes. I like, you know. Nothing stands still. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you're always like, what next? What next? Mm-hmm. Something new. Give, give me a new challenge. Yeah. Uh, I didn't consciously decide that I wanted to kind of move more into screen work. I think what happened was, the well, it's difficult to know what exactly what went on, but my first, my sort of, mm-hmm. you know, yes. <laughs> understanding of what changed was I had a baby, yeah, and life sort of turned upside down okay, for a few right. years, and my partner, who's also an actor, mm-hmm. got a big television job that was filming in London, and mm-hmm. so because our son was so young at the time, we all went together, and that job turned into sort of four years of work, yeah, and in that time, I kind of was just mum. Yep. And, you know, keeping it's the house going, <laughs> which is a, also a hell of a lot harder than any other job I've done before. Okay, yeah. So I just kind of got, you know, caught up in that. And then, and the pandemic as well, which was, you know, 
a bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> that was a tame. Yeah, sure, can yes, you that? Yeah, you can. Um, Plus it's <clears> really good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I didn't work. I didn't work for years. And I actually got to the stage where I was like, oh, I, I'm just, I'm obviously, I'm not an actor anymore. That's, that, that chapter's gone, that door's shut. And then I was a bit lost. I, I was like, well, if I'm not an actor, what, what am I going to do? Because I don't really have any transferable <laughs> skills. I went to drama school and that's sort of what I've been doing. And then when I've not been acting, I've been picking up like, you know, jobs that we all have to do on the side. Yeah, yeah mainly like hospitality and I didn't fancy doing that with a young child in tow and so yeah it's just kind of it sort of made me reevaluate if I'm not doing that I need something else for me mm-hmm. that's probably going to be creative but I'm not quite sure what it is yet and a few other things did happen mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. as you asked about the yeah, screen yeah, work yeah. what happened I think was that I well, theatre was in it and probably it still is in a dire state yeah. and nothing was really getting produced. Mm-hmm. And so the additions for theatre work were few and far between, but film screen work was still kind of yes. pushing through the, you know, sort of regulations mm-hmm. and rules that COVID had put in place. And so, and because I wasn't doing anything else, my diary was wide open. I'm available. And then I just started getting auditions for screen and then mm-hmm. little bit parts and then those bit parts got a bit bigger and then and then along came okay, Lara Bartlett. Just the universe, eh? A wee bit like, oh, there's a scary time though. Like, oh, but the pandemic was it anyway. Uh-huh. And I think particularly for them, it worked in the performing arts and it worked for themselves, mm-hmm. like, didn't have any... I mean, it was scary for everyone, but, you know, but then you in that transition period of having a child yeah. in London, like, uh-huh. that seems like quite a lot to... Yeah, it's, quite, it's enough to get your head around without uh-huh. having to sort of... Yeah, and then go, oh, wait a minute, this... Yeah. Me. I do remember being offered an audition for a job, and I'd done the development for it, like, mm-hmm. script development sort of process in the months before, so that... That usually means that you're probably, okay. you know, yeah, a, a sort of in a slightly better position to perhaps yeah, get the final, you know, yes. offer of a job. But I just, I remember crying on the phone to my agent at the time, just saying, I do not know how mm-hmm. I possibly make my life at the moment work alongside mm-hmm. um, being an actress. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't know. They, at the time, and I do now, yeah. it was just... The, just overwhelmed. But I was so overwhelmed yeah. by being a mum and mm. baby and that side of life that I was just... And then I was like, oh, God, it, what have I done a little bit? Not that I was at all ever regretted having our child. Like, that I was desperate to, to do that and, and still has been one of the best things I've ever done. But... I also didn't realise when I was yeah. we were trying for a child mm-hmm. that, that there was a chance that that would like throw yeah. my everything yeah. that else that I'd known in my life kind of off kilter. So that was a weird kind of readjustment. Mm. But I, I mean, the thing is though, everybody's life goes through cycles where you know. That's it. And like you're saying, like you you're always looking for change and your challenges. Yeah, and there you are. That was it. I know. <laughs> yeah, you go. Like I asked. I like this. change, but. <laughs> Can we go back? Totally. But yeah. then I know that you're looking back on that period, you must just be like, oh yeah, that was all yeah. meant to happen that yeah. way because now. Yeah. And also what it did mm. do, 
um, was that it gave me a kick up the arse to try and find other avenues of things that, you know, I'm in control of, that I can, you know, that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the panto being one of them. So uh, my partner and I set that up. That was in that period. Got you right. Okay. Also in COVID, I set up a very small scale um, like events company and Love I set it. up bell tents yes, for parties thank you absolutely beautiful I'm going to set one up after we've finished here you are exciting so you know and they are things and then Ryan my partner has brought a horse truck and is converting it into um, a taco so um, kitchen for, for like events and parties so you know they're all things that we wouldn't have done mm-hmm. if we hadn't had you know if, if life doesn't change and you aren't sometimes when the shit hits the fan and you, yeah. you're you're you just need another outlet or, or and it but you're like you are like the, their skills there that are transferable then do you know the yeah things, you know and like your people i think maybe just like now we looked around and we're like oh before we could oh, kind of coast along on our own yeah. and bumble through and no, like, find no, but it was like human. 20 quid in your bank account but then it was like oh we've got a human now oh, to look no. after okay so we're gonna need to grow up a bit and yeah but yeah but it, it's still creative it's still fun it's still do you know what I mean like exercising other skills that you've got like you were saying like Ryan is a great cook and, yeah. so, and you know you're obviously a really creative person so doing the belly tent yeah. and events and stuff and like that's great like that just then gives you another opportunity uh-huh. to express yourself if totally. you like yes I think it was it was yeah it and, always needed to be something creative yes I know it's funny because like if you're not in this world sometimes I think some folks will be like what's she up to now all of our families are <laughs> definitely looking at us and I was just like alright okay, you're doing what yeah. <laughs> like the tents they were like what you might not but... trust <laughs> me yeah. got it covered I know Yeah. and also I think it's really good for your mental health because yes. I for the first time during the pandemic felt really um incredibly anxious and I am not an anxious person I've never experienced that before but it just felt like mm-hmm. something was sitting on my chest and it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger and I was like what is this feeling and I would have to go and like check out and sit on my own and they just like burst into tears and then yeah. shake it off and go back and and it was kind of scary because mm-hmm. I was like I don't recognize this before. side of me yeah. and it was just because yeah, I mean, I was also stuck in a flat in London and not able to go anywhere with a toddler and like, not even able to go to the parks. We're so worried about catching COVID because Ryan's work were really strict about him bringing it. They were all getting tested and right. he was either to cut, he was either allowed to come home and hang out with us at the end of a filming day or he had to stay in a hotel. And I was wow. like, well, I am not being in London on my own and not, yeah, without yeah. being able to have you come home at the end yes. of the day. But it just meant that we were then limited when he was at work as to what yeah, we could do. What could do. Which was suffocating. That now, seems... people had it a hell of a lot worse. I am it, not going to sit here and say... It's uh, hard for you. That, but it's just... Yeah, it's experience. all relative, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It really is. And um, kind of on that note of, like, family and friends and stuff, like, I, I, I'm assuming you've got lots of friends that are within this industry and, and family, I guess, now realised that, you know, you've found your passion and that's what you do but was acting in the world of you know theatre was that a world that was known to your family growing up like was that a obvious no career no, choice no no, no. <laughs> well not 
theatre <laughs> and acting, but definitely the creative industries. Yes. Like my dad worked for DC Thompson his whole career. Wow. And like wrote the Bruins and her Willie on and off, and you know. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, and then my mum met my dad at Thompson's, and she is an artist and has okay. you know worked had an agent and did like greetings cards and nice. did the sort of colors for oh, the so printed yeah for the cartoons and stuff so yeah there there's a yeah, mm. definitely a creative mm-hmm. streak there but the, yeah acting I think just came because like most kids I guess kind of got into the local Amdram company. Oh, in the Amdram. I'm doing an Amdram show just now. Yeah, but it's where it all starts. I mean, mean, these clubs, I mean, certainly the club that I work with, like, you know, there's people there that have trained and Mm -hmm. just didn't decide to make it their career or whatever Mm. I'd like. But, you know, such a great space to explore that creativity and, like, hone your skills. Yeah. Plus, they're, like, a proper family. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to fall in love with theatre and yeah. acting and all that, yeah, one, yeah. like, that's the place to do it. Like, yeah. really, uh, yeah. making space for that in your life. Like, as an adult, like, it's really inspiring, I think, for any young people that are involved in the club. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, see their parents doing the thing that they love still, yeah. well juggling work well. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. It's a great thing. Yeah. Like, I'm all for Amdram. I know. I, this is going to sound really cliched, but I think I felt a bit of an outsider okay. at school mm-hmm. and then when I found your the Amdram you know <laughs> the, people. Yeah, it kind of uh-huh. was one of those moments where yeah. I was like oh I don't feel like the odd one out here mm-hmm. and then I went to Scottish Youth Theatre and that sort of further confirmed that feeling where I was like oh I sort of understand these people and they <laughs> feel yeah. it was yeah that's it you've got to find your tribe yeah. do you know what I mean yes, somewhere that was it totally find your tribe that's it yeah. and then so it was like it was just a natural progression like that's what I'm going to go and do well then again I just really enjoyed it I think to begin with I didn't have any idea that I was going to you know making a living out of it but I just kept doing it because <laughs> it was the only thing that I enjoyed mm-hmm. and then the more I did it the more clubs I joined and then Scottish Youth Theatre was a big one because they then um, asked me to become part of they have like a oh, I can't remember what it's called now that's terrible uh, but we were I think I just left school and then was invited to come through every weekend to Glasgow and then we put on a production with them and Mary McCluskey who was running at the mm-hmm. time kind of was the one that introduced me to this as a career and was like you know you should be yes. thinking about studying this okay. perhaps and you know, make a living from it. And that, that from that, that was the sort of jumping board from which I then applied. And then went to Dundee College to do mm-hmm. the foundation course at the Space. Oh, right, okay. And then, and then went on to the RCMD, mm-hmm. which is now not the RCMD. Yes. R- RCS. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Yes, totally. And how was that? Did you enjoy your time studying? Yes. Again, because I hated high school. <laughs> I hated high school. And I was like, oh, you yeah. know, just felt like I didn't fit in and I was desperately just wanted people to not notice me mm. but then weirdly <laughs> I know that's I did I, know. Like, I really was like the kid, yeah. I had part of like a big I had a big group of pals mm-hmm. but there was only a few like who I'm still friends with like a very small handful mm-hmm. of like you know three maybe yeah that I felt totally comfortable around where I could completely be myself but then when I went to drama school it was like I just I don't know came into your own yeah <laughs> probably became a top pain in the ass 
<laughs> no, that's all. But that's it. Like, yeah, I, I mean, high school is a tricky thing to navigate, mm-hmm. really, like for young people at the best of times. But yeah, and I guess it just depends what high school you go to and whether the arts are celebrated or if that's like a big thing. Oh, they definitely weren't. Yeah. They were, I remember them trying to get me to leave because I wasn't particularly academic. <laughs> Right. And they were like, that's what thing you Yeah, I know. I mean, God, I hope it's changed now. That these days. Just, well, they didn't really know. I think I said, I probably did say, I think I maybe would like to be an actor. Mm-hmm. And to them, like, it was just like, that? what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Like, good luck. Good luck, love. Look at you now. Look I, think, you now. I think you should just leave. <laughs> We're inviting you back. Yeah. <laughs> they did, actually. <laughs> yeah. Of course. We actually didn't even get on with the drama. We had a drama department. Uh huh. Um, I went, yeah, I don't know. But they were kind of academic drama department. It was a lot more sort of text-based. And at the time, I don't know, maybe I just wasn't a very good student. I think well, my need for change and, like, constantly yeah. having new challenges could also be interpreted Good as, enough, you know, like, a sort of attention <laughs> disorder. <laughs> I was always late. And, yeah, my attention span was... And weirdly, I see that in my son now. <laughs> oh, God. Listen, the world um, would be a boring place if we were all the same. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Carry on. It's <laughs> not done you any harm, has it? No. <laughs> and in terms of um, roles to date that you've played, so, you know, across theatre and TV and film and radio, like, if I... Like, I mean, I was doing my research, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? They're all there. All the big venues, all yeah. the big companies, like, you've... You've done a lot, huh? I've, yeah. For somebody who's like, yeah, it didn't work for like that period of time, like, well, you were doing all this <laughs> before. I know, I know, <laughs> exactly. Maybe you're, I just need you're to squeezed a lot check in. out. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. obviously a very accomplished actor. Um, in terms of roles that have kind of almost um, been quite pivotal in your career, for you personally, like, mm. you see that as like a, a kind of, um, I don't know, a challenge that was overcome or, or just roles that you think, oh, that really was a turning point for me. Mm, I don't know because yes there's probably a few that I could sort of like early on mm. because every year there's so many graduates I think I was very lucky to get like so my first theatre job was Antigone at the Tron which is amazing uh, out of drama school in fact I had it before I graduated and then I went to do the Dundee Rep scheme and got to play Juliet and Roman Juliet nice. and then as soon as I left there I played Chris Guthrie in Sunset Song up at Aberdeen. Yeah, this is, I feel like, the game. Oh, I'm like, awake, nice so aware that these are like, I mean, it was like <laughs> three, those three roles within about a year. It was like, it, that is like a big, you know, like somebody kicks you out of drama school and hands you that. That <laughs> is, you know, it keeps that ball rolling for a yes. while because work breeds work. So yes. I think I know I was so lucky to get mm. them at that time. So those three as a little <laughs> hat trick were very yes. helpful in kickstarting my career. Mm. But in saying that, I think, and then and Lara Bartlett that you mentioned, mm-hmm. like just as a, you know, yeah. I think for so long wanting to kind of venture into screen and never quite being given those opportunities and then to get that, but to get it at a stage in life where I felt like I'd earned it, I really worked for it. Of course. Like, although it was my first lead, I was like, I have been doing this for pals. 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get given I'm this job. I'm here. Yeah. I'm not an imposter. Yeah, there was lots of highs and lows along the way. Mm. But every job is a new challenge. Mm. And you never know going into a job what it's going to be and what those challenges are going to be and what you're going to get out of it. And so I've always said yes to pretty much everything. Okay, right, great. I've like done that. the school's 
tours, the TIEs, the Highlands and Islands. Yes. All the radio, the voiceovers, the adverts. Like, I just do, like, do it. Oh, well, why not? Like, well, that's it. Like, you're going to take something away from it, even if it's yeah. a, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. That's <laughs> a good <laughs> lesson to learn. But at least you know. Uh-huh. Totally. Yeah. And I guess, like, it is an industry where yeah. and nothing's like, a given. Do you know what I mean? That would be great. I would uh-huh. like some work. Thank you very uh-huh. much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. And also, like, when I graduated, my pals and peers who are as talented, if not more so, weren't working. And that's, like, very sobering to notice mm-hmm. that you're like, actually, I'm really lucky. I'm very fortunate to be offered these jobs. Yeah. So I'm going to make the most of it, enjoy it, and rinse it for all it's worth. <laughs> Quite right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And in terms of, like, um, like the kind of radio stuff because I, I guess people don't think about in voiceover work yeah. and things like that like that's like another avenue that people I guess that are not in the industry don't realise like that's also can be part of oh yeah like, I know journey. people who solely do that as a living yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah. have you had so many kind of weird and wonderful ones you're like that was a bit mad or do you know what I mean like you always get find yourself in situations you're like how did I end up here doing this thing <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there's been many of those moments lonely <laughs> I think, to be honest, nothing surprises you in the wooden cupboards and. Oh yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Oh God, I wish I had (laughs) anecdotes. I mean, I've had hellish jobs. You know, the sort of little filler gap jobs that you have to do. Yes. Where I've got those moments. What? How (laughs) the hell did I end up here? One. Do you remember Office Angels? I don't think they exist anymore. Yes. Hemp company. Right. So I now and again would sign up to them. This is years ago, like just probably not long after I graduated. And um, one of the shifts, I think it was like a sort of initiation. They were like testing you out to see whether you were reliable. God, I was standing in a lift, opening and closing, you know, those old fashioned like iron gate lift doors that have to be fully shut before the lift will move. That was me. It was awful. It was so, so. Soul crushing. And I was just like, and did people talk to you or did they do that awkward thing? I mean, I thought to begin with, because I'm also a bit of, I am a people pleaser. Like, I just want to, I will give everything my all. Like, even if it's totally to my detriment, I will be, I will try and be the best at it. uh I'll do to the best of my ability. All the most. Even if it's opening up second lift door <laughs> so to begin with I was like well I need you know I, I do need this job and I'll just need to really try and impress so I was like dead chatty and amenable and you know trying to be everyone's pal and then as the hours wore on probably within the first day I was just like oh fuck this, no, this is- I, I don't care this is shit so and then like I, I did it a few times as well and then they, they'd phone up and offer me the lift shift and I was just like no, I'm not doing it why did they need somebody doing that people not capable of shutting their own <laughs> Lisa <laughs> do you really want to know <laughs> I'll tell you if you don't close the lift door it doesn't that... move so it has... and people are standing there but, like people are people are <laughs> So thank God you were there. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. They had not been for. Let's not talk about it. So even the thought of it is making me skin crawl. You're not going back there. It's fine. It's done. Well, never say never, eh? That's all. You you know say that laughing, but actually you genuinely don't know the joys of freelance industry, and it's very precarious at times. So more so now. I know. I mean, I always like I'm always thanking whoever's looking out for me mm-hmm. universe wise 
to be still doing anything in yeah. the, in this line of work for sure. Doings, mm-hmm. it's, it's tricky times. Do you yeah, mean like, oh, I got made redundant from my dance company 2011. They closed because they didn't have any funding. Okay. And I just went freelance because I kind of had to. Sure. You know, yeah, and yeah. then you just kind of, every year you're like, well, still doing it. Still paying the tax, man. I know. God, what's that? 12 years later. Yeah, yeah. You have to just, but like you, I think it's important, like you said, you you just have to take the jobs. You All the while, you're still building on those skills and abilities and mm. your experience so mm-hmm. then you are getting the rules yeah. that are interesting i like to think that those challenging times those yes. jobs in between are character building and absolutely in some way in form think this, how like adaptable yeah. and just like resilient you are do you know what i mean you yeah. just walk up and make ah. them happen do yeah you know what i mean like you just get flung in you're mm-hmm. like right this is a bit crap but we'll make we'll it work it, yeah <laughs> do you know I mean? can do that <laughs> and i saw more recently you were at on more I was Oranmore. Great. I love Oranmore. I'm a yes. massive champion of them and what they do and the sort of ethos behind it as a platform for new writing and just the scale of new work that they are able to produce is staggering. Yes. I mean, I think they're definitely the biggest producer of new writing in the UK, if I would not have like, so, if yeah. not beyond. Yeah, I would. Surely, so. it's just I could be wrong. I could, I could have mm. hopefully made that up. But no, but it's such a unique concept. Yeah, uh, you know, and just week and, after week, you're like, there's something uh, fabulous happening. Yeah, and also a really good exercise in how quickly you can work as an actor mm. because they are because it is new writing that the you know, the script development process and how quickly you can sort of hone the script that you have and then get it on its feet, ready for, um, uh, for, you know, for the audience mm-hmm. in two weeks is yeah. challenging and terrifying and exhilarating in equal measures. Yeah, and that, like, venue as well, it's, like, very intimate. Yeah. So, yeah. And they've got such a loyal audience. Oh, It's always a great... I mean, I know, as a punter going mm-hmm. myself, I'm quite happily go and not know what I'm going to see. Yeah. And that actually has sort of become part of the fun of going of there. Of course, yeah. Because yeah. it's an hour, it's during the day, you mm-hmm. drink and a pie. I mean, happy days. You know, like, and sometimes want... there's absolute gems. Mm-hmm. And then the, you know, and then there's everything yeah, else in that between. Like, but that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. That's what totally. I love. That's the exciting bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just discovering new mm-hmm. faces and new, and then new topics that are, yes. you know, because there's just like amazing playwrights out there writing stuff about stuff that hasn't mm-hmm. been explored or I mean yeah, yeah. new roles for yourself like to a new work I mean you I mean I guess working this industry in Scotland is very small but then there's new people coming up all the time yeah so it's the opportunity to work with new yeah. writers uh-huh. and that's exciting yeah no it was great and again there'd been another big gap between being on stage so I was delighted to get back into that mm. it always feels <laughs> I love working in theatre mm-hmm. I think because it's the first place I've found that of course you know, my love for acting that yeah I'll always go back to it and yeah. feel like oh yeah this is this is I can't imagine only ever doing screen stuff yeah okay fair enough yeah yeah I feel like I was cheating on my, <laughs> my long-term partner if I went away for too long yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> full habiting at the moment with the two of them <laughs> If that's possible. And like, what is your creative process in terms of like when you get a new job? Like, you know, are you somebody who has to do things in a certain way to to get into character, no. to get into that role? No, I think it depends on the team you're working with, 
the role, the character, you know, like for Lara, for example, we were really lucky. One of our um, castmates has been a police officer. She, that, she was an officer for 20 odd years, I wow, think. She did retire early mm-hmm. through injury. And so she was just a, you know, a great person to yes. have on set as a sort of wealth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you get that authenticity then. Yeah. I mean, with the, with the kind of police drama stuff, like, yeah, you want to get it right, eh? Like... Yeah, I think so. But then also, you, yes, you do. Of course you want to get it right, but because it's televised and for the sake of, you know, um, pushing the drama forward, it's not accurate. Uh, well, quite quite a lot of it's not accurate in terms of the sort of procedure that the, yes. the actual police would follow. Fair enough. And then yeah. Michelle was always pointing that out. She's like, well, you wouldn't be here and you wouldn't be asking that and, you know, you wouldn't be able to do that. It's so cool, though. Yeah, which must infuriate people who actually work in that industry when they watch all these cop dramas on the TV and they're just like, this is a load of nonsense. <laughs> but hey, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Yeah. <laughs> Try to entertain. You know, uh, but yeah, and my partner's cousin is also a police officer, so mm-hmm. I had a chat to her as well beforehand. And and are there other roles like that that you've played that there's been a fair bit of um, research had to go into the role beforehand because it's quite a specific <clears throat> subject matter or um, type of character? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. No, I think it just depends on... I mean, in in a rehearsal room, that mm. you know, you'll quite often kind of discuss things at length. Yes. Sometimes too long. It's so funny, isn't it? Like the minutia that you get. Of, yeah. It's like I've been in rooms and I'm like, we've agonised over. Aye. It's like, do we go left? Do we go right? I know. Something you, but it all matters. I know. And I think that that's just part of the process, isn't it? Mm. You do sort of submerge yourself in like a mm. mountain of information. But then I guess the hope is that you've sort of subconsciously absorbed it all and yeah, then you shake yeah. it off and then you know mm-hmm. that you know that some some of that is stuck yes. and that it's there in the performance absolutely that it kind of informs the decisions that you make but I also think there's a lot to be said for not bogging yourself down too much with like you know that it, acting is a very instinctive thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For me, and that's this is again, it's so. But I do find that like to go with your gut. I notice it a lot. We do a lot of self tapes now, but yeah. so so like a first submission for an acting job mm-hmm. will be like we've got a little studio set up in our spare room. Oh, cool! So we'll like record them ourselves and then send them off. And then later down the line, you might be invited in to meet the directors or producers or whatnot. But the first rounds are mostly uh, self tapes, and what I've noticed you know, that sort of relates to what I was saying about instinct is nine times out of ten, the first, second take are wow. the ones. And then you'll do it again and again because, oh, I just want to try this, can I do that? And then you you overthink it yeah. and it starts to look and, and you lose all the spontaneity mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel real. And mm-hmm. But I think that only works if you've done the prep. So you prep, 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 and then you go for it and yes. you use your, you know, instinct and then that that's, that's what, what you're trying to create. Mm-hmm. And then when you start, Doing it again and again and again and again and again. I personally find that it loses something. But then, of course, on set, that is absolutely what they're asking you to do. Mm-hmm. Because you will do take after take after take. It's to keep that spontaneity alive. And that is very difficult. Yeah. Mm. So do something ten times and try and keep the spontaneity. <laughs> keep yeah. the energy there. Hope yeah. that in the edit they, they use that first take. <laughs> like, but that's the other thing about screen work. Is that for me, yeah. I find it quite 
you lose you t- you lose a lot of the power of mm-hmm. like your sort of control over your performance, and that's quite that really can feel quite um. I don't know. I was quite yeah. It just was aware that it felt quite exposing. So I was like, well, somebody else is piecing together your mm-hmm. performance mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you've just got to trust. You're like, well, I'm doing instinctually what works for me and what's, yeah. what Yeah, you I can't be on all the time. No. And so there is a chance that, you know. <laughs> but then I guess you're like, well, they know what they're doing just the way yeah. I do. Like, yes. I'm here over a mad thing, doing my thing. But that level really. of trust is... It's a lot. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have that trust with your fellow actors yeah. in the rehearsal room and on stage you yeah. know that thing where you're just like talking to each other without talking you know yeah. feeling the energy and just trusting that everybody's on the same page uh-huh. but I guess it's just a different kind of yeah. trust when you're also you don't have to watch back your theatre performance oh aye that's true I think from now on I possibly won't watch the screen stuff Is that right? yeah because watch it's really good I'm not <laughs> I did it. <laughs> yeah what do you do, you, do you like? I don't think you 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 just too crit- everybody's crit- mm. I mean I think everybody does it Oh yeah, I'm not a fan of. It's not a natural thing to sit and watch yourself back. It's no. just not. I think yeah. you, you need to trust that you got the reason, the job for a reason. Connect. And that you know, there's they see something in you, in your, in the, and that you're, and that you've been doing this job for twenty odd years, yes. so you are able. Like yeah. doing my job. But yeah. I just didn't know that's what I looked like. But, so, but yeah, <laughs> it's the what you look like thing that gets in the gets in your head, and you go, oh, I, do, I look awful, or. I do. <sighs> Should have done it like that. That's what you do. Like that's just what goes to your head. And you're like, that isn't that isn't acting. That shouldn't that should not be going on. God, that's torture in my mind. <laughs> you know, it shouldn't have that be mm. something that I'm considering. It's absolutely about pushing the story forward, mm-hmm. not what my bloody hair looks like. <laughs> but I am an actor, and there is an element you're of vanity there. A human being. <laughs> yeah, that's what you are. That's allowed. Yeah. Oh, that's understandable. It's yeah. like anybody who gets photos back in the lab. Oh, God, mm. is that what I look like? Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. yes. Uh-huh. That's why we all love selfies, because we can honour to them. Yeah. God, the selfie. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't ever take a candid shot of me. No. Like, somebody keeps photographing me in rehearsals, the uh-huh. and I'm like, going to stop Please putting them in the it's not my face I'm yeah. like the big rubber head out of the attic like, they seem to really like the the more expression the better as well hands chins. hands giving it you know like you know director hands <laughs> so, like, shouty faces you know, <laughs> know and in terms of um, so we obviously touched on Blanto Blanto the joy that is yeah, yeah. but I had such I had such a great time well we had a what, good time you just what yeah. team you are and like you so you were the first person that I met because I couldn't find the venue. Oh, actually, it's tricky to find that place, and isn't it? I was stressing out my box because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be late my first day. Like, I'm never late. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, you came to the door and you were like, big hug. Like, oh, so nice to meet you. And oh, you're fine. And come in. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. Like, they're not going to be horrible at me. Because it's that thing, you know, yourself. Do you mean first day, new people? Yeah. You know, you're, you're trying to impress. All right. Like, you know, that, 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 that world you have to set the tone for how you want that creative environment to be Absolutely. and I cannot stand and it has happened quite a few mm. times when you meet people you're working alongside creatively where they they sort of send out this sort of icy oh. don't approach me you know until I'm ready to be approached <laughs> and I just think that is so like destructive to the atmosphere you're trying to create and arrogant and also like you're not going to get the best out of people unless you make them feel comfortable and 
welcome and that it's a safe environment to create in. Mm. So yeah, and and it's pa- well also it's panto like for God's sake. <laughs> Like, can't be anything other than that. We have to be free to make tits of ourselves. So just have a laugh. But I, what a great concept to be doing a panto in, you know, in that space, yeah. in that in that village, which, by the way, everybody gets, like, so behind. So it was Ryan's idea okay. that I have to give full credit to him for that. I was like, oh, God, that's a terrifying concept. Please, no. <laughs> and we, our baby was, like, four months old and oh I was like well, you know and we didn't get we don't get funding no. it's like solely yeah. funded by the ticket sales mm-hmm. so I was like what if nobody buys tickets and we've employed all these people I'm like I was gonna bankrupt us. like what are you doing um but um yeah the people of Blantyre are absolutely the the stars of that show they wholeheartedly from day one mm-hmm have gotten behind it 100% and continue to do so. So the tickets are on sale. I, I for, know, I saw uh, like, like, oh, And people already are like commenting underneath it, like tagging like, people. TV shows are already sold out. Or something. They just, That's, they, they love speaks it. Speaks volumes. But it's written for them as well. And they're proud that it's a kind of homegrown thing, like Ryan's from Blantyre. You know, and Do all the jokes. Right, the, the, yeah. And, uh-huh. the, was that from the get-go that you've... So Ryan wrote the first two mm-hmm. I wrote last year's and we'll try and co-write this year's. <laughs> but that's very difficult to do mm-hmm. with your partner because we argue <laughs> all the time. It's very, very difficult. Very healthy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I couldn't do it with anybody else. No. And I don't think he could either. Uh-huh. But it's... I'm not going to lie, it's very hard to work with your partner. Yeah, because, of course, you just say what you yes, want. To like, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which nobody wants to hear. Listen, it's all for the good of the show. So, but, yeah, it's, I mean, we do everything. Like, we write it, produce it, direct oh, it. Oh, I mean, you were like, <laughs> you know. I'll take my song and after that day, you were just, like, running about with yeah. armfuls of things. and uh, I know. And having a child yeah. as well and a dog. Yeah. And, I know, and this year we're getting married in January as well. So as soon as the panto finishes, we're shut the front. So we're planning, so currently planning a wedding and panto at the same time. Oh my word! It's all good. It's fun, 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 fun. I love it. That's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Yay. That's amazing. Took our time. Oh, can't oh, no. We've been together for thirteen years. It's right. It's yeah. long. But... And you, and I'm assuming you then met on a show. We did meet on a show. Yes, we met. We were doing a show at the festival. Okay. Um. So we met during that, but we we didn't. Yeah, we we got we sort of met during that, but we didn't mm-hmm. get together for another year or so. Okay. Um. We were playing. It was called The Last Witch. It was by Rona Monroe. Yes. Dominic Hills directing it for the. He was at the Traverse at the time. It was for the international festival. Okay. Um. And it was about the last ever witch that was burnt at the stake in Dornoch in Scotland. Wow. Um, and I was playing the witch and Ryan was playing the devil. So, <laughs> it's a nice <laughs> romantic <laughs> story. <laughs> she put that on our wedding invitation. Totally. Like your table's a theme. So funny. <laughs> if only we knew then where we'd end up now. And do you think um, you both find it easy to be with someone in the same industry in the sense that they get it yeah I do I think we're big champions of one another which help mm-hmm. I've never felt jealous of Ryan's successes like mm-hmm. I've 
I genuinely always feel like it's like one for the team you know like I think that is like fundamental to like I think it can be very difficult if that isn't the case in a relationship when you're both because also your job when you're in it when you're in a project requires so much of you that you kind of sometimes are guilty of checking out of your, the other part of your life mm-hmm. and so to have somebody who gets that yeah who can go away and you do know the do their project and then yeah, yeah, come yeah. back because knowing that you know the next time around it might be that other person's That's opportunity right. yeah, to go yeah. and do a project yeah. somewhere because it's so then really they need to pick up the slack at home any other like you know job and career i think yeah that you know because because of the betty nature of it or like the immediacy of it at yeah. one minute you're not working in the next minute it's uh-huh. like all consuming and also to know that in those down times where you know you haven't worked for a while and you're mm-hmm. feeling really low that that other person can pick you up and remind you that like there's so all, there the is corner. always another job yes you know we've come this far totally. there will always be something else you just don't know what it is yet absolutely aye it's not somebody going oh yeah this is not really and, work and you should get another job yeah I know yeah that's, un- that's which might thing. happen if your partner <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, had yeah. a different career totally. job where yeah. they, there was sort of the one bringing in a, you know, bringing in a wage. Yeah, yeah, totally. Every month, and your, you know, earnings gotten down, but. But I like how you used. Well, obviously, you're saying it was Ryan's idea initially, but obviously you you had to be on board with a blunt toe. Yeah. Um. Well, like first year we we're doing it with a baby strapped to our chest in a sling, <laughs> like running around charity shops trying to buy costumes and beg, borrow, and steal things from people we knew and. But it's, I mean, such a professional outfit, amazing cast, like last year was just, what a joy, and everything was thrown at it, like you, you know, you went all out to yeah, get an I mean, amazing performance, because I think, you know, panto for people, like, it's an expensive thing mm-hmm. to go to see a professional panto, yeah. go out of the town or whatever, do you know what I mean, like, families can see panto on their doorstep, panto that's written for them mm-hmm. as well, do you know what I mean, like, with all the local records, yeah, they can walk there, genius. ah, like the schools that come and visit just like hop over the road, they're often parents that coaches. Which is interesting. Like coaches are unfortunate. Yeah. Perhaps. And Carrigan's is a great venue mm-hmm. and they've been very supportive from day one. Like it's you know, we're very lucky to have that space. And people can go for a meal before and after. I mean, it's, what's not to yeah, love? What's not to love? There's a bar at the back. <laughs> I mean and the you know, and also like, you know, yes, it is a professional production. Yes. Oh, don't, I'm not like, blowing our own trumpet, but people are very complimentary. And a lot of the, the biggest compliment to me was from people who'd been to see other productions, mm-hmm. like you know, big um, pantos, and they, they'd spent a lot of money going to see, and they were like, "We enjoyed this just as much, if not more." Yeah. And also because it's a smaller space, I think the immediacy is something oh, that people really yeah the use of the angles and stuff. I think it's great. Yeah. People feel like. You're in it, yeah. Like a cabaret of panto where so the cool. actors are like, you know, within touching distance, running up, and we can smell the sweat. Ah, do you mean standing at the back watching? Do you mean they're like seeing like Ryan waiting to go up the aisle? Do you mean yeah. was that like excitement for the audience because you're like they're not they, realizing he's there, and then all of a sudden he's in a monkey? Yeah, we start taking the wings away. Like, Love it. You can sort of see the workings of it, but yeah. that kind of works in our favor, I think. Um, keeps it alive and people now know what to expect mm-hmm. I think the first few years we as well you know it's a very steep learning curve for us all but I feel like we're kind of finding our groove with it mm. I mean like so, anybody I've spoke to who knows about it has been involved in it or seen it like only good things to say mm-hmm. like I'd Gary Bennett 
Oh, yes. Here a couple I of weeks know. ago. Yeah. Like, oh, God. I know. <laughs> like, he's a gem. Um, I just, it was such a lovely time, and I just, like, have to thank these all like you know you and I especially oh. like for just being so welcoming and like so funny but like oh, having worked in the industry for a long time that that was only my second panto so I just came out of one literally that. and then I was like I don't know it just never had came up were absolutely bowled over by your choreography oh, that's like it was just well, I mean, superb great people to work with <laughs> It's a, it. it's a total team effort, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, but if, that's the other great thing about producing it. I've never produced anything before, mm-hmm. is watching like everybody bring everyone's sort of talents to the table and then collectively what that creates is. And have you ever started in it? Did you start it? No, because if I'm in it, then nobody can do all the stuff backstage. <laughs> or operate the lights. Yeah, like, here's. Or collect the tickets. <laughs> You know, sell the merchandise, open the doors, and pick up the sweet and at the end. Oh my god, the mess! <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I am still. Well, you're, this is our fourth one now, and I'm a bit like the actress in me is like, maybe, maybe this year I can do a little role. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think that Ryan's like, no, just use singing. Yeah. You're yeah. turning all the wheels in the background. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't happen if it wasn't for yeah, you, yeah. Anna. <laughs> I need to take that different role, though. I really enjoy it. I do. It's like another stinky and warm in that sense, do you know what I mean? Yeah, get a real buzz out of it. It's great fun watching it come together. And... Totally. Mm-hmm. Can I believe we're already talking about Panto. That's mad, isn't it? Like, when I saw it come up, I was like, wow, that's yeah. back to time again. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And what have you got on the cards as well as, um, so you're saying Granite Harbour. Granite Harbour. Um, that's soon then that is soon yeah well yeah it starts in the next what is it like five weeks away or something okay so I'll be doing my tents till then my, yes. my bell tents um, that must be nice because it's like I'm guessing it's events and parties yes and so it's all lovely things and, <laughs> yeah. and people are happy and they're delighted when you turn up because they're all doing up for a party totally uh, yeah and there's a creative element to that as well mm. just curating a nice space for them to hang out in and yeah and it's mostly weekends but it fits in alongside other freelance things mm-hmm. i've been doing quite a lot of voiceovers okay um so the two of them run nicely side by side and then just r- getting cracking on writing this panto which takes up there's quite a lot of prep to do before so i'll need to kind of do it now because mm-hmm. when granite harbour's shooting mm-hmm. i won't have any time and you'll be in Aberdeen predominantly? Well, it's has sort of half and half. Okay. We shoot the exteriors in Aberdeen and then <clears throat> the interiors in Glasgow. Okay. But it's pretty full on. And then and then we're straight into panto, so I kind of need to do the panto prep now. Yeah. Um, And then that wedding thing as well. God. <laughs> it's all good. Listen. I love it. You can sleep. I, I <laughs> can't <laughs> stand being bored and sitting too. idle. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. It's, it oh. keeps and like what a lovely life for your wee boy I think as well like yeah. you and Ryan going after the things you want yeah. to do making stuff happen like yeah. that juggle like you know just like you know yeah we're doing a panto yeah, yeah we're getting married I am doing no. I'm doing Granite Harbour he's doing do you know what I mean like yeah although last night at dinner he did ask us he said I know you're actors but what do you do as a job and we were like no that is our job what? and he's like what <laughs> I think he thinks that everybody's an actor like that they have jobs and then yeah his uncle's an actor as well and he was like he's asking the same thing he like it obviously we had connected you should all play me your pals what he's actually yeah exactly 
just sobering moment when you're five year olds like yeah yeah but what are you? it's like something your parents would say yeah i know you're an actress but what are you going to do for a living <laughs> your son's going to become like an accountant or something great who knows <laughs> i mean that'd be useful to be fair <laughs> would be useful yeah i think yeah or a, get himself a is it though something hands-on like a electrician or a plumber or something <laughs> well, that's a trade kids. they're always yeah. in demand and is he showing any signs of wanting to do anything in terms of I mean we took him to a drama class Uh and we had to take him out of the class because he was being disrupted (laughs) okay just I think he was too young this was a while ago now and he was just not really engaging good enough yeah so we might try again because he does love dance and he's always making little shows and he's definitely there but then I also just think that's because that's what he's been exposed mm-hmm. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just he does go to the theatre and, mm-hmm. you know, like he came to the panto and he watches that and absorbs it all and and they, they sort of recreate and play, mm-hmm. you know, make believe with the things that they've experienced in real life. So, of course. Like, he came home from school this week and instantly was like, I want to play schools in his bedroom. It was like, he's the teacher. You know, so that's why. He... So it's easy for me to sit and be like, oh, yes, it looks like he's going to be an actor. But actually, you don't have a clue, do you? Yeah. And I don't, I wouldn't want push him mm-hmm. and certainly would not actively <laughs> encourage him to pursue it well, hopefully by the time he's an actor yeah things may have improved yeah. <laughs> apart from anything else there's too many actors there's not enough work to go around but i'm in the back of the queue son <laughs> i'm still working. yeah yeah <laughs> not that we'd be competing for the same jobs of course but yeah yeah, it's interesting though, uh-huh. like just to, to see him and his wee journey now, especially because you're like obviously a transitional period, him going to school and stuff, and that'll be transitional for years, I guess, in terms of like life and the yeah, juggle well, and all that. I'll tell you what's a big shock to the system, and we're only on day three, is the routine, that routine. Mm-hmm. So here's me saying, you know, like we love like the chop and change of freelance. I now am staring down the barrel of how many years of education where we've got to someone's got to be up and out yeah. the door at half eight every morning to get to school and pick them up school and bag. three o'clock you know oh. you're leaving the house at half two I'm like it's it's barely lunchtime and you're going to <laughs> just stay on the <laughs> so that will be clubs or something. yeah and it also slight it does kind of mean that um one of us will always need to be in Glasgow as mm-hmm. well whereas before when Ryan was filming in London, we just all went together. Like yeah. that's kind of over, you know, yeah. but for a yeah. while. Um, but you'll make it work. Like you oh, yeah, and also like already, I'm like, I know he's going to get so much out of school that mm-hmm. it's just that everything else kind of falls by the wayside. It's just like I'm so excited to watch him on this new adventure. Of course, like, that's we'll that. work around it. Totally, like yeah. you always do. Yeah, <laughs> you make it work. We'll do our family adventures in the holiday. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And he can collect the tickets at Panto when he's on his Christmas break. Oh, I <laughs> get more games. So yeah. <laughs> I know you're on holiday, but we're not. What? So <laughs> get to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely, it's a plan. Actually, it's a good show. <laughs> um, in terms of like, and I guess this is a stupid question because we're talking about just going with the flow and just seeing what happens. But like, are there for want of a better phrase, bucket list roles or realms that you you're like, well, that'd be nice if that happened. Or no, no, no. <laughs> I was getting that vibe. I'm sorry, very checking. No, no, nah, not. Really. I mean, you've done, you've achieved a lot and done a lot, and I think so just... far, so you're taking lots of boxes. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Hmm. No. I mean, you've done some of the big you're, work. You're like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Like, you've done biggies and and you know the school tours and the 
on the moors and then Granite Harbour, yeah. we're really in so many different spaces and realms. I mean, when you get presented with a great script, a really good story, and a character that you're desperate to play, like that is the that's when it sort of lights a fire in your gut and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I really, I, ha- I have to do this. But you, you never quite know when those things are going to land mm-hmm. in front of you or what, in what sort of, you know, form they're going to take. So, yeah, just kind of, I don't know, keeping an open mind mm-hmm. and looking forward to the sort of surprises that come along the way. Yeah. And it must be nice to be reigniting this role in Granite Harbour. Yes. that doesn't obviously always happen. That you get another shot yeah and I do. think um well I certainly feel like from watching long-running series myself that you start to see the writers write for the actors once mm-hmm. they're cast in the role and that it takes yes. on a new mm-hmm. dynamic you know where mm. you can kind of dive deeper into and who that yeah, character yeah, yeah, yeah. is and the relationships that sort of play out so yeah it'll be fun to see I've had a quick scan we only got the scripts last week so they're still sort of in development mm-hmm. but um yeah, there's a lot, and there's a sort of softer side, and we're kind of out of the police station a bit more, and into their sort of private lives, which is nice because it's just interesting. You see a bit more to, you know, a bit more of a sort of eye into their life. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad it's coming back. Oh, me too. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Well done for you know bringing Panto back. I think like Blanto is just going to be another joy. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, Babes in the Wood. Uh, Wayne's in the Wood. Wayne's in the Wood. Of Wayne's course. Was, uh-huh. Of course. Love it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. So I'm currently seeing all the Panto magic. Watching every version of Babes in the Woods or Hansel and Gretel that I can. <laughs> like sitting watching CBBS on my own. My son's at <laughs> school. Yeah. <laughs> this is weird. Hannah, I do a thing called the Hingamajigs on the Brown the Brave. It's just like random questions that I like to ask oh, each guest, right? Yes. So I've got two for you. Okay. A, one of which is if you could be a fly in a wall in any room, mm-hmm. any time, mm-hmm. so it could be past, present or future, mm-hmm. which room would you be in and what would be going on in that room? Oh, God. That's such a hard question. Oh, you're going to get the... Worst and then goes, oh god I thought it's something really good that I could have said I'm like it's just your answer today um, oh, would it be really weird to say that I'd quite like to be a fly on the wall during my labour of my child Interesting. only because it was such a blur Yeah. I mean I probably wouldn't want to watch it back I'd watch it for like about five seconds that's, yeah that's Is that weird no totally <laughs> Actually, I a friend of mine has a went to stay with. She was she's an actress. She was on mm-hmm. tour. She was in theatre digs, and the child of the family that she was staying with used to his, his or her favourite thing to do was get an old VHS and watch somebody had recorded the labour, and the child would watch themselves being born. And we used to laugh quite a lot about this. Like it was just the weirdest, most bizarre <laughs> thing. And the and yet I've just given you. That's an answer, please. <laughs> we were just talking about <laughs> parenthood. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll think of a better answer. Send it to you later on. You can edit it answer. in. Listen. Yeah. She should answer the day. Yeah. Um, okay. 
And the question that I do ask everybody, because it's called the Bro and the Brave, yes. is what is your favourite Scots word or phrase? Oh, um, I do like the word dreech. I use that a lot. It's a good term. Living <laughs> in Glasgow. <laughs> totally. Oh, it's my guy, dreech the day. And what was the other question? Well, just a phrase or word. Fra- so well, that's that's yeah. your favourite. Is there any, because you're from Fife, for instance, I am so from is there Fife. any particular words that we maybe don't see here that they see in Fife? No, I like, I like new ones for my collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very unhelpfully, I don't have any for you. Well, it's not drink today. It's so not. For it's setting not. up your melting. Yeah. You don't like a drink today. It is drink tomorrow, though, which is why I'm going to set it up today. I see. Yes. I see. You yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Drink uh, has came up in the podcast quite a lot. Is it? <laughs> it's a good expressive word, don't like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Hannah, I know how busy you are, so I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, thank, thank you so no, much. It's an absolute pleasure. Mark. Joining the Bra Brave clan. Great fun to and, be uh, here. I look forward to seeing you on stage, on screen, and uh, working your magic. And yes, and I uh, hopefully look forward to working with you again. Oh, all the joys. Woo-hoo. All the joys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Bra and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.